Hey guys, welcome back to Telepathy. We are back for episode 24. Welcome back. And we have no milestones, thankfully. Yeah, except that this is our first episode in a while back to like virtual, I guess. Like we're, um, I'm back at school, so. Yeah, so we're we are not in on person. FaceTime right now. But we are yeah. virtually together, so no worries. The telepathy, the <laughs> telepathetic, telepathetic energy. Telepathetic. The brain waves are still there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so today's episode I am very excited about because it's just something that once you get me started on it, I can talk about I can talk about it a lot. So I'm very excited yeah, to Yeah, it's a very interesting topic. We're gonna be talking about um family vloggers and just kind of like the downfall of family vloggers, I guess. Yeah, and, and how it's actually like the, really problematic, the, but yeah, more the than morals that later. behind it. But yeah, first we're going to do um, our icebreakers. So um, we're going to start off with a camp question. And it is your turn. And it's my turn to come up with that. Let's see. Um, I had one, but I, let's see. Um, what is your favorite breakfast food? Oh, that's a really good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love how every time somebody says the camp question, it's like, oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah, wait. Name, age, and favorite breakfast food. Okay. Hi, I'm Enzo. I'm 16. Also, my YouTube channel is uh, Enzo Antonio because I guess we started chatting that out. And then my favorite breakfast food. So I don't like to have breakfast food for breakfast, but I do just love like pancakes. And then also my mom is like really good at crepes and she's just like mastered a mm-hmm. recipe. So I do love that. And then avocado toast too. We know it's been my brand for a while. So I definitely like a lot of the breakfast things. So I guess like, okay, probably crepes, pancakes, or avocado toast. I can't choose. I'm yeah. so indecisive. <laughs> Throw back to your very first YouTube video, which was <laughs> how to make crepes. No, all three like, of those foods are very symbolic because it's like crepes was the first video. Avocado toast was my brand at some point. Really? Well, remember like during the shifting era? Oh, was like oh yeah. To- like you made it. <laughs> And then pancakes, we did that pancake video. Oh, yeah. That's a more like niche, rare aesthetic. But <laughs> we did this like pancake art video and I put like plastic on the stove and it like melted into the pancakes. But Yeah, you were like trying to fit the pancake or like you're trying to pour the batter into like a special cookie cutter shape and it melted. But we, we also put like colored stuff in it that was kind of like the same color. So then when you pulled it up, it kind of just looked like it was supposed to like it was just the color but, but then, it got then when you sticky. watch the video back you're like no I was like oh my gosh but as you would say not to steal your tagline but that's a story for another time <laughs> even yeah. though we just told the story but all right your turn yeah <laughs> um my name is hold on my neighbor just my name is Anna my age is 20 um my YouTube channel is Anna Catherine and my favorite breakfast food is probably I'm, I'm honestly not a huge breakfast person. I do like breakfast foods, but I'll eat it more like at night. Um, in fact, last- we both answered the same way. Yeah. Like last night, actually, I went to dinner with a few people and it's this place in Savannah that like serves breakfast all day. Um, but also just like other stuff too. But I got pancakes for dinner, which was really good. Oh my gosh. But I think either pancakes- or like hash browns. I love hash browns. Oh, hash browns are good. Like I don't like ever get them. Like they're not my side yeah. of choice. But every time I do eat them, I do enjoy yeah, them. Yeah, or just like tater tots in general. Just like f- any sort of potatoes that are brown on the outside. <laughs> yeah, basically. 
Okay, so now for our music and TV shout out. You said that you had a lot and you were, you were being very indecisive about choosing a song. So do you want to go first? I've literally had like at least five different things this week that could be music shout outs, but I'll try to do just like one or two. Okay. First off, of course, I can't not say this, that Declan McKenna released a new song. It's called Nothing oh, yeah. Works and it's like really good. Um, it's really good. And he announced his new album. I'm so excited. It's coming out in February. Um, and like the vinyls are like cow print themed. I know. I was going to buy the, buy one. I was literally at checkout, but then I saw the shipping was like $25. The and shipping I was, like, was a lot. Oh, Declan yours McKenna, was 25 yeah, My shipping was, like, was only 15 Well, I guess it's like a percentage and I, the vinyl is probably more than the CD. Oh, yeah. I bought a signed CD, yeah. But I also bought a shirt and the shipping was only 15 Well, maybe vinyl because it's a, fl- a fragile item. I keep like maybe not yeah. being able to get my words out. <laughs> um, also, I've been listening to um, – I, I literally like don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Leifei. It's spelled like L A U F E Y. Yeah, I saw like in the description on her Spotify thing. I think it's Leif or Leve. Leve. I watched like a video of her pronouncing it, and I think it was either Leve or Leif. Leif. I'm looking at her know. Spotify Anyways. thing, and it says pronounced Leve. I think so. I think it makes a okay, V sound. Leve. But Anna put me on like, her as well. She released an album. I think it was the same weekend as Olivia Rodrigo, mm-hmm. and I just listened to it like a few days ago, and it's so good. I've already listened to it like so many times, and it's the type of album that like. You don't just want to listen to one song. It's kind of like an album that you want to listen to, like, the full thing just in one sitting. So I just keep, like, repeating the album. Um, But I think my favorite song from that is called Haunted. And it's just, like, old jazz style. And it's just, like, very – it's just really good. Yeah, like, it has such a warm jazz feeling to it. And then also the harmonies are just so Mm -hmm. – Did you listen to the full album? I did. Yeah, it's so good. And, yeah, Um, I really liked it. Yeah. Also, by the way, we have a a playlist called the Telepathy Playlist, and we add all of the songs that we shout out. So if you want to find that, just go to our Instagram at the Telepathy Pod, and then go to the highlight that um, has the link to the playlist. Yes. Okay, wait. I have two music shout outs. I feel like I always do, but um, mm-hmm. okay, so my first shout out is obviously Mitski's new album, um, The Land is yeah, Inhospitable. Yeah, I was actually... And so are we. I was listening to it again this morning. It like the replay value is crazy. Like I found yesterday, I listened to it and then it just like kept looping, and I like didn't mm-hmm. make the effort to not listen to it again. Like I was yeah. just like, oh okay, like it's playing again. Like yeah, so I really like the song "My Love, Mine All Mine," and then also my second music shout out is this song called "The Dark Prince" by Idris and Mac DeMarco. Wait, hold on. Um, what did you say your favorite was? Um, my love, mine, all mine. I think, wait, hold on. I think that might be my favorite too. Let me, is that the one that starts with like the moon as the tent in the sky? Um, maybe it has like a cute little, oh yeah, it is, it is sound. Yeah. That's my favorite. Oh, yay. Okay. And then my other song is the dark prince by Idris and Mac DeMarco. I've just been listening Mm -hmm. to it a lot on the way to school. And so it's just kind of become a little aesthetic, but I, it's a really yeah, good song, and I love both of those artists. Yeah, you played that in the car a few weeks ago, and I added it to my playlist because it was. Oh, good. really? Mm-hmm. Any movie, TV shout-outs? 
As usual, I have not had time to watch movies. But speaking of not having time, week recap. Yeah, I haven't. I don't have any either. But um, yeah, week recap. You can go. So school has still just been dragging me. Um, pre-calc, which is the math class I'm in. Oh, it's just so like I've gone to tutoring and stuff, and I feel like my brain is still not getting it. But yeah, like my brain, oh, I just do not have a math brain. And so I don't know why I decided to take a hard math class. And now I'm facing the consequences and the repercussions of that. But other than that, I've just been working still, working on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's yeah, just funny. about it. This is just a side note, but I was talking to some people from SCAD and that took math. And the SCAD math class, the SCAD math classes are so easy that they were learning like long division and like odd and even numbers. I literally wish. So <laughs> if you want an easy math class, go to SCAD. Um, but yeah, my week recap, I started school again on Monday and it's really good so far. I like most of my classes. My So I'm taking... Um, the second class in advertising and branding, which is my minor, and it's like a branding class. And basically all of our projects are just like branding related. So our first project is to create like an Instagram carousel, but that's like an ad. Um, so I'm doing Temptations Cat Treats and I'm making like an ad for Temptations oh Cat Treats. And um, my other class is Graphic Design Studio One. Um, and then I'm also taking 20th century art history, which is kind of boring, but it'll be fine. It's just like I'm getting tired of taking all these art histories. The stuff we learned about so far has been interesting. It's just like the class in general is boring. But um, And then also I moved into my new apartment, which is really nice. Um, I really like it. And we also have like a bunch of wild cats living behind our house. So like... If you go out behind our house, you'll like for sure see a cat. And so last night I was going somewhere and I saw like five cats at once. And I've just been like feeding them cat treats and stuff. Maybe that's why they keep coming back. The other people behind us feed them and that's why they're like really fat. Nobody owns them, but they're like really fat. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good that they're being fed, I think. (laughs) But um, I guess we can just go ahead and get into the episode. Yeah. Do you want to introduce the topic? Yes, we briefly talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but we're doing family vlog channels and just kind of the ethics of it and how they've gone south, how we've seen them go south and just how they're problematic and not, Mm -hmm. there's just a very likelihood of them going wrong or having a negative effect. Right. So we kind of just wanted to talk about it. And I think a good place to start would be like our history with family vlog channels. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you have a pretty big history with it. I didn't watch a ton of family vlog channels. Like, I feel like you you were the person that was, like, super into it. Yeah, because me and my sister – so I guess I'll just talk about my history with it. So yeah. me and my sister were obsessed with Bertaley, which was now, like, Jules LeBlanc, Haley LeBlanc. I think – was the mom's name, like, Katie, I think, or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm, um, but they were a very popular family vlogger channel. And – so me and my sister were basically trying to convince our parents to be like, oh my gosh, like let's start a family vlogger channel. Or we were like annoyed that they weren't like, quote unquote, you know, they were like too old or they didn't get the social media thing. And we were just yeah. like, we want to be family vloggers. And we tried to like do little shopping vlogs, 
just with the two of us. And I remember like I did like a shopping haul and my mom made me take it down because she's like, you know, like you're way too young to be on the internet because I was like Oh, you actually like old. uploaded it? <laughs> yeah, it was like public. That's funny. But then my mom like made us take it down because she was like, you're literally eight. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. No, like I secretly also wanted to live in like a vlogger family, even though I never really watched too- that many family vlogs. I did watch Bertaley, um, not like religiously like you and Carolina, but every once in a while. But whenever I watched it, I was like, man, I wish I could live in a family like this. Okay, so I guess we just should just get into our general points now. Yeah. So if you watched our episode or watched, if you listened to our episode, um, like two episodes ago, we talked about just the history of YouTube and the evolution, evolution of YouTube. And we kind of talked about how it started off as honestly kind of just like home videos and like things people weren't making things for content it was kind of just like uploading whatever you had you know onto this platform so I feel like a lot of the vlog the family vlog channels probably just kind of started out as like uploading their home videos and stuff but then because like in the early ages of Bertelli you'll just see like there's not really like a special thumbnail it's just like literally a picture from the video like an outtake from the video and it's like annie's first cheer practice or something like yeah, that like i'm just making that like, up but like yeah oh, gymnastics. that's like fueled my gymnastics obsession that's another reason why, yeah another reason why me and my sister were uh-huh. just like obsessed is because we were also into gymnastics at the time and so just seeing that we like really wanted to get into competitive gymnastics and do yeah all of their fun like Bahamas cheer comp not cheer competitions gymnastics competitions Mm -hmm. um but then I feel like as like especially I'm using Bertelli as the example because I feel like that's like the prime family vlogger I feel like after like a few months or maybe a year of them like starting off then they realized like we can make this into like content like we can start making the thumbnail is more clickbaity or like you know like or I think that's just a general thing with all family vloggers is I mean most of them never started off with bad intentions they were mm-hmm. never like oh my god we need to make money like let's start a family vlog channel most of them were just mm-hmm. you know uploading home videos or just like fun stuff but I think when it becomes an issue is when you know the children are the center of the videos like I think for a lot of family vlog channels, the audience is primarily just like children and teenagers and stuff that are around mm-hmm. the same age as the kids because they relate to that and stuff. You know, I don't think it's normally yeah. 50-year-olds watching it, mm-hmm. which honestly, because so many of the vlogs are surrounded by the kids, I feel like that would almost be like weird. But, yeah, you know, when it becomes the type of thing where you start making money from it and then that becomes the parent's new job essentially but the videos are surrounded by the kids or like the kids make up a majority of the video and their lives make up the video so then like the kids become sorry (laughs) sorry, I feel like it's like glitching I don't know like what you're saying no 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 I haven't I just haven't said anything I just sound like I'm glitching because I keep just like (laughs) I was just gonna say like sorry (laughs) no keep going I'll say my point after you finish 
Well, I was just going to say that, um, you know, it becomes the parent's new job and that's the family's income. But it's like, right. you know, maybe the parents are editing and uploading the videos and stuff, but the actual lives of the children are what the content is. So it's like they're basically working. Yeah. And like, it was really rare that you would actually see the face of the parents sometimes. I mean, I don't. Yeah, that's so true. This was at least in Bertaley. I don't, I literally, Bertaley was like the only family vlogger I watched. So I could be wrong, but like, it was a rare moment when the mom would like turn the camera around and you would see her face, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, I think it's weird to think about like, I remember specific episodes of Bertaley where the mom would like go wake all the kids up and like, like the, the vlog would start with like waking up the kids. And I feel like that's so weird. Like imagine not having any privacy to where you're on, you're like immediately on camera right when you wake up, you know, it's almost like a reality TV show. Right. And I think like one interesting thing to consider is the consent part about it because I mean, some family vlog channels, you know, will film their the birth of a new child because, you know, their family is still growing, whatever, and they already have an audience. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, we're having another kid. Like, let's film this. Obviously, a newborn baby can't consent to like, oh, yeah, yeah, like post my birth on the Internet. <laughs> and also, I feel like so many of these family vlogs were just like, like they would try to monetize off of their four-year-old child having a temper tantrum. Yeah. And it's like so many little kids do that. And that's just like a normal part of growing up. But when it's, but when that's just like on the internet, you know, and even about the time you're like, oh, can I post this and post this? And they're like, ugh, fine. But then it's like when they're 15 and they're looking back and they're like, why is there a video of me like crying at three years old on the internet? No, like it's weird because also I feel like a lot of the kids, you, you know, they like grew up being in a family vlog. So they don't really know, like, they they just think that's normal. Like, they just think that's their normal life, you know? Like, they don't know what it's like to just not, like... And the weirdest part is, like, in Bertaley, they literally uploaded every day. Yeah, and I think there so was, there like, a three-day three day. delay. Delay, yeah, so that, like, if they were on vacation, it wouldn't be, like, showing their current location. But, like... It's it's so weird. Like, they just d- did not have an off day. Yeah, and obviously there were probably some days where they didn't vlog. Like, obviously, I don't think it was truly every day. It might have been, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird also because, and we're not, like, specifically talking about particularly. The only reason is that that's who I mainly watched and who Anna also saw. So that's just like why it keeps coming up. But I think I'm just speaking Mm -hmm. for all of family vlog channels in general. But just the whole concept of validation from your parents or just like not knowing when your parents are doing something for the vlog or because they genuinely want to. And I think this is also a problem with couples channels, you know, in terms of, you know, are you getting me flowers because the vlog wants to see it or, you know. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. I remember that was a huge thing with – um. Do you remember like Sierra Furtado and Alex? Ooh, I remember hearing about them, but I never like watched okay. them. Okay. They like got engaged and everything. And then basically like YouTube like tore their relationship apart because they were like, like they got, they broke up because they got so much hate on YouTube saying like, 
wow, like Sierra's facial expressions show that like she doesn't really like Alex or like why are they always like arguing or like, you know, stuff like that. And mm -hmm. then they eventually broke up, which is crazy to me. Yeah, like literally letting but, yeah. the internet destroy your relationship. I mean, which kind of goes for some of these family vloggers because like the parents and Bertaley got divorced and it's partly because like all the girls and mom moved over to LA to pursue like yeah, fame. I don't know like what the full story of that is obviously, um, which is weird that like we even know a little bit about that because it's like a family's relationship you know, like i feel like that shouldn't just be like broadcasted on <laughs> yeah like why do we know so much about that and obviously like i'm sure they didn't choose to share all of this and people are nosy but i think i remember like seeing stuff about like people were trying to create like internet beef between you know the dad's new girlfriend or something and the mom and just trying to create issues mm -hmm. and i don't know how much of that was made by fans but it's just so like that leaves like such a bad taste in my mouth that this is an issue because I'm just thinking about like, okay, whether they're choosing to partake in this drama or not, it's still, I feel like really weird. You know, if you were a kid and you were seeing your parents, like literally beef between your dad's like new girlfriend <laughs> or something and your mom and you're like, yeah, like, that's so mm -hmm. interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Um, We also have a few like kind of like questions not like questions but just like talking points um so like at what point does it turn into child exploitation like we we kind of touched on this but like at what point is it for fun versus like you're literally doing it for the money and also you like the parents are the ones making the money so even though the children are the ones you know, in the vlogs, like we said before, but I, I wonder if they ever gave any of the money to their kids, you know? I mean, I'm sure it like went to their college funds or something, but it's weird that, mm -hmm. you know, and obviously it goes towards the family, which is like, I'm sure paying the house mortgage and stuff yeah. and car payments, but that's just like weird that, you know, there's a thumbnail of like, using your child crying or something or like mm -hmm. even trying to make a huge thumbnail off of your child's accomplishments you know if it's like oh my gosh they won this question mark yeah and trying to make this whole <laughs> vlog that gets millions of views yeah like it's weird because it also distorts your reality because then you don't know like are my parents proud of me because mm. I actually did something cool or are they like oh my gosh this is a really good clickable thumbnail and title or just like yeah. simple stuff too like do my parents want to take me to the beach because they want to have a fun beach day with me and do fun family activities or is this just a vlog title? Yeah, exactly. And like also, I mean, it could like on the flip side, the parents are giving their kids a platform and a lot of the kids that were in these family vlog channels are now grown up to some point, at least like they're teenagers. And um, a lot of them do have like a pretty big platform and they're able to like make their own money now because they have their own YouTube channels or their own TikToks or like whatever, you know? Like I know Jules LeBlanc, she's been uploading on YouTube recently and stuff. And you know, like, I think that's cool that now she's just doing her own stuff. And once again, like we keep mentioning Bertaley because they were kind of, they were like a huge part of my childhood and my time on YouTube and all of that. Mm -hmm. And 
So that's just why they keep coming up. But I genuinely like really enjoyed them and stuff. And I still like don't have a problem with any yeah. of them. And I don't like watch them because I don't know, like it's just not my type of content. But yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some other family vlog channels that you watched? It was Another like Taylor. Like I I know my sister like the Sicconi Jolies or something. Or like I don't know. Oh. Yeah. And then isn't there like the Ace family? Oh, what is oh my that? gosh, wait, another one uh, is the Familia Diamond. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. I don't know if you remember them, like, they're still honestly really young. And I know they still hmm. post. And I remember it was really sad when their dog went missing and all of that. But, I mean, I I like their vlogs. I don't yeah. still watch them, but I don't know. So, when I would watch family vlogs, I'd be like, oh, their life is so perfect, like blah, blah, blah. But also they would show things that were like not perfect. Like, for example, that family's dog going missing. And mm-hmm. then like Bertelli's, like their son Caleb literally died. Like. That was it, so it's sad. weird. Like every time I think about that, I just like get really, really sad because it's just awful. It's weird how I would almost like romanticize the idea of being in a family vlog because their life was so perfect. But they like weren't showing perfect sides they weren't really like sugarcoating anything you know yeah but then some stuff that they were choosing to show it's like a little uncomfortable yeah once again talking about family vlog channels as a whole like I don't have any specific examples but there's just a lot of stuff that I'm like I think that we could have like we didn't have to share this on the internet you know yeah okay so let's talk about the downside of it and just how we've actually seen things go terribly wrong. So recently there was this channel called the eight passengers. I believe I saw an article about this and I didn't know who these people were or ever watched them or ever seen them at all. But I read this article and apparently in 2020, you know, people were a little bit like disturbed with some of their vlogs and just the conversations that they were having and the way that the family was choosing to discipline like their children in terms of literally taking away the privilege of having a bed and making somebody sleep on a beanbag and just people being very disturbed by that. And I think there was a petition. Did they make them sleep on, wait, sorry. Did they make them sleep on the beanbag just like one night or was it like every night? According to this article, it said seven months. So I have no idea, but. Oh my gosh. Like this is actually so terrible. And a petition was started and people were like, we need to, like this family should be investigated. And I think they started posting less and less and then eventually the channel was just deleted. And then the mom, I think, started a channel, like an advice channel um, that was Mm -hmm. unrelated to the kids, I guess. And people thought that like that meant that, you know, finally their family was privately living life. But then apparently recently an article came out and the mom was literally arrested and charged with six counts of child abuse. Oh, my gosh. And, like, there were things about, like, like, the children being malnourished and stuff. And it's so, so awful. And I don't know. I feel like there needs to be more regulation about this. I think they deleted their channel, right? I mean, I would assume so. I don't even want to, like, look that up because that's just, like, so disturbing and unsettling and leaves such just, like, a horrible taste in my mouth. And I wonder, like... How many, so I don't know, like our family vlog channel still, I know that there still are some, but like, are they as prevalent as they were back in 2013 or whatever? I don't know. I mean, they definitely had their prime, but I think that a lot of these channels are still uploading, 
But I don't know if there's any like oh, new wait. family vlog channels. I just searched like family vlogs and this one came up. It's called Forever Family Vlogs. And they still upload almost every day. Oh my gosh. Okay, so with wow. all of this being said. How do you not like, like learn should... from the, the I know first family vlogs that like it does not work out? And like as an audience member too, like a viewer, I couldn't even just like live with yeah. myself knowing that. I don't know. But okay, with all of this being said, let's kind of talk about like what has YouTube done to prevent this from happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually had no idea that YouTube did stuff to pre- prevent this um, until you... <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> um. We found a little screenshots from... Or I took little screenshots <laughs> and put them in our notes. Yeah, I had no idea that... Like until you put them in the notes, I had no idea that YouTube was actually like doing stuff to prevent it. I know that YouTube made like a children's YouTube, which is like a totally separate topic, but... um. Yeah. Do you want to talk about a little bit about like what you put in there? Sure. So what I looked up is, okay, this is from YouTube's content policy for YouTube kids, which is like the kids side of YouTube. Mm -hmm. It says we do not allow you, or sorry, we do not allow videos in YouTube kids that are deceptive, sensational, or clickbait. This includes low quality kids. Okay. What does low quality kids mean? Low quality kids. I don't know what that means. This includes low quality kids and family content that uses deception, sensationalism, and or manipulation to attract kids' attention and entice clicks slash views, specifically with misleading titles or thumbnails. So that's just for YouTube kids. So I guess just not allowing kind of like kids to be used as clickbait. Yeah. But But is that is that just for YouTube kids? I mean like I think on the actual YouTube kids platform and like they can say that they have these policies and stuff, but there's no like legislation obviously preventing this or. Yeah. Well, that's know, interesting so though too. To stop it and like, are they actually doing much, you know? Yeah. That's interesting though too, because like it, it was mainly kids that would watch family vloggers because it was almost like an escape to see. It was just, like when we were kids, it was like we just wanted to see what these families were doing, you know? It was just like reality TV, basically. But mm-hmm. if it's not allowed on YouTube Kids, then that means it's like content for more like adults or teenagers. But that's kind of weird. Like, I don't know, but it, I also know like YouTube Kids is like. Who, who should app, the target so audience be? Yeah. It's like, who should the target. It's like I don't even know who the target audience is because I don't think kids should be watching family vloggers because it gives like unrealistic views of life and and it's just weird. But also like adults shouldn't watch it either because I feel like you have better stuff to be doing than watching family vlogs. Yeah, that's like really weird actually, I feel like. Yeah. So it's like I don't even know who the target audience is for family vlogs and maybe that's why they're dying a little bit. But I feel like it's weird for adults to watch family vlogs because it's not from the perspective of the parents. Like, I don't know. It's uncommon right. that the parents would be like, oh, I'm doing this and this. But it, it was more like, oh, I'm picking up the kids. And then the next scene would be the kids getting in the car. And then it was like, how was your day? And kind of centered around their lives. Right. So I think it's just I think that, a little odd. Yeah. I think the other side of this, I feel like what it's transitioned more into now which I don't know if it's just because YouTube's like getting older, like, you know, it's been at least 10 years since the prime or since like the 2013 prime of YouTube. And so now all those YouTubers 
um, are having kids now. Like all those YouTubers that were really popular in the early 2010s are old enough to have kids now. And I feel like a lot of the content recently has been like baby vlogs or like, it's not to the extent of a family vlog where it's like vlogging every day, like about your kids' lives, but it's still like kind of showing your baby and like, you know, making content around your baby. Definitely when it's surrounded about the child's lives, it's or surrounded around the child's lives, it gets weird. Mm-hmm. And you know, another thing yeah. I remembered mm-hmm. is like, remember how the friends would kind of become characters in the vlogs? Yeah, yeah. And then their families would like, start channels this like that happened before. It's like this person's coming over for a play date or something like that. And then like, I wonder how, I wonder if they asked their parents beforehand, like, is it okay if this, is it okay if your kid is in our vlog today? And I wonder if like somebody ever said no, like, you know, I wonder how that works. Also, I wonder. Like, I wonder if there's ever been an instance where a child or like a parent has literally had to come and be like, you can't go over to their house or like, you kind of have to like cut this person yeah. off because their family is literally like trying to like monetize off of you. No, now that I'm thinking about it. On the internet. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, like I could picture going to school with one of the kids that was in a family vlog and I could picture my parents being like, or, you know, I, not specifically my parents, but I, I could picture all the parents at the school kind of like forming a, like, what's the word? Uh, like teaming up against the family the vlogger family the PTA and being like, we don't want you hanging out with them. <laughs> Something like that, where it's just like, we don't want you hanging out with them or like, you know. Yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of them are homeschooled, but it's just oh, weird true, true. how the friends yeah. would like come into the vlogs. And I remember like some of their families would then start vlog channels, but like, that's just so weird. And then it becomes this whole thing about like, a competition mm-hmm. of views between friends and family. And I thought it's just like so weird. That's so weird. Like imagine our families doing that. That's so weird. Oh my God, so if my weird. mom like tried to start a family vlog channel now, I would probably like sit down and have a talk with her and be like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh, she would never, she would be the last person to start a family vlog channel. If my mom started family vlogging, I think the world would be over. It's funny though. Like I don't get what the appeal was to us as kids that we wanted that. And what is the appeal like, to parents? It's like, funny why are because parents like parents wanting to start vlog yeah, channels, especially in the early days, because that was before you knew how much you could monetize off of YouTube, and then they kind of just realized it as they went. So it's like they literally a lot of them just started it as a hobby, and then like maybe like literally quit their jobs and stuff, and ended up becoming full time vloggers. You know, exactly. And I feel like there's already a conversation around you know, vloggers who let vlogging, you know, generate their income, Mm -hmm. like solo vloggers, you know, it's already just a conversation about people have talked about how it's weird because you're living your life, but it's like, that's what's making you money. So then you have like a weird relationship with it. But then when you add family vlogging into it, oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that actually could be a whole another episode about like, vlogging like we should write that down like it it's just so interesting because I think about that a lot it's like one of those weird paradoxes where it's like you're living your life but you're making money off of it but you're living your life to make money but you're making money off of just living your life it's like exactly it's like so weird to think about 
I know. Um, but like kind of near the end of Bertelli, they moved to LA to pursue like why why did they move to LA? Just because that's for, where all like, the vloggers were. Stuff. Okay. Um and then I like I remember watching their moving vlogs into their new house and then eventually they kind of just the parents, you know, got divorced. And then I remember their last video was like, you know, like the end of an era or something like that. Yeah, I remember the title and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so weird that I just think it's weird that there's still people doing that because I honestly thought that it was a lost thing. Like I, I thought that nobody really did that anymore. But it's weird to think that there are still family vloggers that have like heard of all these instances but still choose to do it yeah and I mean I'm sure there are some that you know don't exploit their kids or I don't know but it's like you have to do it in a very specific way to where it doesn't Uh become problematic and ruin your entire family literally so I typically would vote no on this yeah same in most cases Um, yeah. Did you have anything else to add? or? I think that was it, but I feel like we had a very good discussion today. Yeah. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like, I just feel like there's so much. Like, it's just such a, it's almost like a philosophical, like, moral, like, topic. Like, it's like just so interesting. It's it, weird. Like, it, yeah. I don't know. It's a little unsettling for some reason. I like, nobody why. talks about it that much, you know? I feel like people should talk about it more because it's, it's such an interesting topic something about it is a little disturbing like when you just like think about the whole like psychology mm-hmm. of it and how it affects you know like the growth of a young brain yeah definitely but yeah so yeah that was it for this episode um go subscribe to our youtube channels Enzo Antonio and Anna Catherine and um we upload every Tuesday so Yes, we and go subscribe to our moms one. who just started their new family vlogging channel. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Um, also, our Instagram, which I mentioned earlier, is at the telepathy pod. We do some fun little things, you know. I put the camp questions in the stories, and that's where you can just like comment your opinions on the topic. Also, answer our camp question in the. Did you already say this earlier? Oh, I in didn't. The, I always forget to say this. You're good. Um, in the like polls on Spotify, you can answer the camp question there too. The little so, Q and A. Yeah, box. interact with us and yeah. Yeah, I think that you know going back to online episodes is definitely an adjustment because I feel like with the delay and interrupting, I was just like, wait, I don't know, like when. Yeah, talk, it's a little but... bit weird. I feel like it's more of a delay or something. I don't know. I feel like I cut you off so bad. Because so many times I was like, I feel Wait. like I cut you off. Oh, really? Okay. Well, well we can think about we that. Equally for the rest cut of the each day. other off. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See you next Tuesday for another episode. All right. Bye. I don't know why I said all right. Like that was such like a. All right. All righty. Like such a, like a, a dad thing. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.